0: Good evening, Merva Rabbi Isai. So last night we saw the first of the five categories where is describing that in each category he will demonstrate that this kindness, the goodness that one person is giving to another person is really uh, in a selfish way, means there is really a complete ulterior motive in why the person does good, and that example was the goodness of the parent to a child, and the reason he explained is because the the parent is almost forced to do it by the very nature of the relationship between a parent and a child. the The, the parents bore this child. The parent, the, the child is a product and a a sort of a piece that is literally a a part and parcel of this child. The Gemara describes. The marshal, Moshal, The child, the son, is a leg of his father. And that has many understandings to it. One is like we explained last night, Ben is from the lashon of Boine. It's a continuation. And it's a leg, and leg always indicates, it connotes continuous walking, continuous journey. So, it's the continuation. But in a sense, it's a kharadavu, he's, he's an actual limb of the, of the parent. And therefore we explain, like Chavisavavist told us, that the, all of the tavis and it's, it's limitless almost, of the tavis the goodness that a parent gives a child, is really, they feel they're doing it for themselves. And that's why they'll put even the child's needs and, and protection even before theirs. Going on to the second one now, the goodness, the favors that a master will do for his servant. That's known before I have a difficulty exactly how to translate these words but the the point of it is, the gist of it is he really wants to benefit his own possessions with his own possessions. In other words, the, the idea here is that it's true, the, the master gives room and board to the, to the servant. He treats him well. He gives, feeds him well. But the reason why this is done is because if I have a well fed, well rested servant, then he's going to work properly. You know, it's a, it's now fashionable in in the business world that the employer, the boss, gives a lot of perks to the employees. I'm not so sure in the medical field if they caught up with this yet, doctor, but in in the in the business world, they they buy things for them. They give them gift certificates. I know one of the places that uh, one of my children works at. They have at least once a year a whole shabbaton. It's it's mostly uh, from people working over there in this business. A whole shabbaton, free of charge. Bring the whole family. Then the entertainment and speakers and singers. And then Hanukkah to go out and and. And on the sukkah's time, they buy him a dalad minim. And on time, they give him, him matzah. Shvor's time, they give him cheesecake. You know? I guess Tishabov maybe they give him a brick from the base. Who knows? But, you know, this has been, this is very fashionable now. And what's the goal here? The goal is because the, the person knows, the employer knows, the more he gives to his employees, the better they'll work, the better they'll serve him. So who is he doing it for? He's doing it for himself. He has himself in mind. He knows that that's the way you get people to work well. And he wants to, make, to, to, to them to work well. He wants to to keep his business running. He wants to expand his business. He wants to make money. That's why people are in business. And that's why he's good to his employees. But Vim calls that... We would think, as the Chavaz Vavis told us at first, so then the, 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 you don't have to give a Yashikach to the boss. He's doing it for himself. When I think about it, hey, that's right. He's buying me all these gifts. He's doing it for his own, his own benefit. So still, Hashem says, that if, he, if he, gave, he gave you those perks, He treats you well, you have to be more dedicated to Him. You have to thank Him like the pasuk says, Ben Ab, That's we saw that example already. It's the same pasuk. for I do Indeed, <coughs> an Eved does have to give back to his master in accordance with what he's received. I just want to take a, a a break here because from these two points to understand something that's critical, because of others started with a, he prefaced these categories by saying really in the way of the world is that when do you have to thank a person for benefits that he gave to you that's only if his intent was to do something good for you but if his whole objective here was just self-interest he had ulterior motives over here Chavazimov says in the way of the world you're not to thank him if he's doing it for himself Give a couple of examples. The person happens to do something, but it 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 uh, it gave a benefit to me, but it, well, that was not his intent. Sometimes, on the contrary, he's just y- using the person who he's benefiting, giving him a favor, doing something and just to spite somebody else. So, in that way, why do I have to thank him? And here we see Chavaz Ravis is telling us already in these first two examples of a father to a to a son and a, a master to his Eved, we see that the Torah doesn't look at it that way. So I think there are two points over here that we have to make. Number one, that we actually view it that even if a person benefited from something and there was no good intent on behalf of the one who was giving, of the benefactor, there's still an obligation of HaKaras we see this in many examples. Let's just uh, mention two that come to my mind right now. One is we see the idea that the, the Gemara tells us above a Kamba that if a person was by a well and he was able to drink from this well, don't throw a stone in that well. Different ways of interpreting the Gemara is it a, Derecheret or is it Akarasatev? It's a little hard to say Akarasatev. I have gratitude to the well. I mean, the well doesn't really. Care the world doesn't really think it, it's, it doesn't have a mind. It obviously didn't have any intent to do a favor for me for giving me this water to quench my thirst. But yet the Gemara says this bird that you drank from, you have to have respect for it. So this seems to say, oh, it doesn't go by intent. Furthermore, famous Medrash when Mesh is a parasha for Moshe who comes to Midyan. And he uh, chases away the, the Royim, those shepherds who were harassing Yisrael's daughters. He chased them away and he helped them, gives them to 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 feed their sheep. They come home early. Yisrael says, you're home early tonight. What happened? Today, what happened? So they said to Yisrael, Ish, Mitzri, Hitzilonu miyad haroyim. Begam dole There was an Egyptian man who saved us from the shepherds, who always shepherds us every time. And not only that, he also draws some of the water. The simple meaning of the buzzing of course, ish the commandment is, ish my shrabenu. So, the Medrash says, ish Mitzri? What? Why did they think that he was an ish Mitzri? So one shot of the Medrash is that they found full to Mishra Why are you dressed like a Mitzri? You should be, it should be clear that you're an Ivri. You're a, you're a Yid. The other interpretation of the Medrash is, indeed, he looked like a Yid. But they struck up a conversation with Moshe Rabbeinu. And they said, well, that's, it's unbelievable, you just came here right, right at the nick of time. Beautiful, perfect timing. Where, where are you coming from? And he explained to them, actually, I'm, I'm running away from uh, from the Pharaoh in Egypt. Running away? Why are you running away? So he tells them the whole story. They went, well, I, uh, I, had to, I had to kill one of the Egyptians because he was hurting one of my brothers. He was whipping one of my brethren. I had to kill him, and because of that I was arrested, because of that he was going to be executed, and a whole miracle happened that his neck turned into marble like we know the Medrash, and he ran away. So the Medrash says, oh, they came back to Yisrael, they said, Ish Mitzri Hitzilonu, that Egyptian over there, who got killed by Moshe Rabbeinu, because of him, all of this transpired to have Moshe come here and save us. And therefore, And Chaim the late Rosh Hashivah of the Mir, would explain from this medrash that we see here that a ha'tayiv is due even for a person who does not intend to do a favor. He used to say, he used to give the marshal. He was in Eretz Yisrael, lived in Eretz Yisrael, and he used to say that if you're on a bus in Eretz Yisrael, you know, you know, one of those very quiet, egged buses moving along and uh, and a, and a soldier gets onto the to the uh, to the bus he says you should get up because of our current you should get up for this soldier now this soldier has no intent to that this person here learning in the yeshiva mirror, it, he's protecting him he either he likes going to the army because he he's, he feels a, like a bravado or he was forced to go he has no choice for whatever reason. He's doing it for the good pay. He's doing it. You see, even this marriage, it doesn't matter. If you gained, if you benefit benefited from this person, you have to have a karasatay." And the idea is, this is once actually Rebbe Yashav said it very succinctly. He once in his older age traveled by foot, but it was, it was difficult to go to a certain simcha in in, uh, much further than he would have gone. And he explained afterwards, he says, that I owe hakaras HaTayv to this person. Many years ago, this person's uh, father did a taiva uh, for me, he did a tremendous favor for me, and therefore he's making up our mitzvah now, I'm going to this Simcha. So they asked him, I mean, is there no limit to hakaras HaTayv? I mean, hakaras it's a mitzvah in the Torah, so isn't there some extent? So Rabbi Yasha says, no. HaKoros HaTayv is not a mitzvah. HaKoros HaTayv is a midah. It's a, it's a character trait that we have to build in ourselves. There's no limit to that. There's no limit to building ourselves greater and greater. Ultimately, the point is, like we're going to learn in here, this Shara V'Adiya it's because Hashem wanted us to build this midah. To get to the point where we have so such an abundance, overflowing Hakorasateiv Takhodes himself, because he's responsible for everything that we have, the from the greatest good to the tiniest good, and therefore when we build up that Mida, whether it's to the inanimate objects that we gained from, or the person who gave us some benefit, even though he has no idea who I am and he has no idea that he did something good, but I have to recognize that and even. Acknowledge that, even if not to the person, but in my own mind, that I gained from somebody here, I benefited from somebody here. And with that, we build up ourselves, understanding that we're always recipients from somebody else, and therefore, ultimately, we realize we're recipients only from Hakadosh Barucu, and that will lead us to serve Hashem in that way, as we have over here. Person thinks the father he's doing it for his own his own pleasure, his own benefits. It's he, he wouldn't want to see it out otherwise. He can't do it otherwise. But yet then you have to have honor and respect for a parent. Avoid it to a parent. And the as we just explained, the, the employer is treating his employees nicely. Why? I mean it's not because of this the because Yanko works for him. If Yankel goes, finds another company, and instead Beryl comes, he'll give the same thing to Beryl. Why? Because he's doing it for himself. It was really for Yankel's purpose. So when Yankel leaves the company, why doesn't he keep sending the perks to Yankel? The answer is that it has nothing to do with Yankel. It has to do with those who are working for me now. I want them to work for me well, so I'll treat them well. But yet, ben yichaber av and this also all should translate eventually to always being cognizant of the fact that we have everything from akash Baruch and therefore it behooves us to serve it properly. There's one other very crucial point which uh, it's going to be too long for tonight's discussion. Tomorrow night, a fascinating insight from the great Rabbi Yeruchim Zatzal, Rabbi Yeruchim Lavovitz, the Mashkiach from Mir in Europe yet, before that in Raden by the and he quotes this, uh, this couple of paragraphs here from the from the of and the way he sees it, and insight says, is we have a terrible misconception about a certain thing which we do all the time, and we have to straighten out our minds in that. The Mitzvah Shem tomorrow night, we'll see that. A to